Autobots Transform. Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm a pretty, pretty princess. And today it is episode 12 of season two of Transformers Prime. It is Tunnel Vision. This episode was directed by Sean Nikogosian. It was written by Andrew R. Robinson. And the last time on Transformers Prime. The Nemesis achieved consciousness when it was powered with Dark Energon, and it put every Decepticon and most of the Autobots into stasis. So Fowler and the kids infiltrated the ship and stole data related to Project Iacon. And in this episode, Optimus informs the Autobots are going to have to split up. Yep, we want to split up the team to go after each of the things at the same time. And uh, meanwhile, over New York, Megatron has the exact same idea, and I'm just surprised it doesn't have Soundwave playing a clip of Optimus saying it. I know. <laughs> Seems like that's what always happens. So uh, Knockout walks into the command deck, and he's like, hey, I've assembled a team to go find the first artifact. And Megatron just starts to berate him. Well, yeah, he's like, I'll do it in memory of my fallen comrade. And Megatron's like, well, you just stop with the praning and just fucking go do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, well, you know what? You would have needed that fallen comrade because basically you're a pansy who can't handle himself. <laughs> um, so I'm going to send you with an, an Insecticon for support. Mm. And we get her opening. And when we come back, Ratchet sees the Decepticon ship leaving Manhattan. And Prime thinks, oh, it's because they're on to stop number two. So they must have left a crew behind in New York to get the thing. And I think it's Jack who realizes, well, if they're in New York, they're not going to draw a lot of attention to themselves. They must be in the subway tunnels. Well, yeah. And RC asks how they can get underground without leveling a city block. And that's when Jack explains subways to the Autobots. I guess they didn't know about that. Really? Um, So... He says, look, or Optimus says, RC and Bumblebee, you guys go check this out. And Jack says, hey, whoa, 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 you guys are going to need a face man. You're <laughs> yes. going to need someone to deal with the general populace. <laughs> but then Miko points out, look, I'm from Tokyo. That's a major city that has subways. Unlike Mr. I'm from Jasper, Nevada here. <laughs> oh, no, Mr. I've never left Jasper, Nevada. <laughs> but then Jack's like, well, I have been to Cybertron. And it's like, he could use that as a way to end any argument or one-up someone for the rest of his life. <laughs> she she doesn't buy it. Well, not that she doesn't buy it, but Miko's got some added. She has a huge chip on her shoulder for this episode, but mm. she's like, Cybertron doesn't even have subways. Wait, does it? <laughs> yeah, she looks the Autobots do. <laughs> well, Optimus is like, hey, Fowler's still loopy, so uh, I'm going to send Miko and Jack with RC and Bumblebee. And RC and Bumblebee kind of share this look of like, oh, shit. So they bridge into this empty alleyway in Manhattan, I guess. And Jack is on RC and Miko is in Bumblebee. And I thought, wouldn't it have made a lot more sense for both kids to be in Bumblebee with Jack driving and just have RC use Sadie? Because Miko isn't old enough to drive. What if they mm-hmm. get pulled over? Like, Who's driving the car, kid? Well, like, yeah. it doesn't really matter because there's not a single human who will see them. Yeah. Like, there's not a single human walking the sidewalks. It, it, I was a little disappointed, but not really surprised. Well, even when they first get there, Jack's looking around at all these tall buildings, which I guess to him would be, holy shit, this is, this is a big fucking place. Like, to Miko, it's just same as Tokyo. But, Probably smaller. Yeah, exactly. But it never goes below, like, the third floor. You don't see sidewalks. You don't see pedestrians. There, there's a couple shots. Like, so at one point, Miko's like, hey, Jack, check it out. And she finds an open, like, construction site that is completely abandoned. Not a single human there. In and New York, in the background, in the you see the street. And there's plenty of cars moving along, but not a single human. But uh, this is how they're going to get underground, I guess, because now they're walking down this tunnel. And RC and Bumblebee are in robot mode, so I guess they're not expecting any trouble at all and uh they warn bumblebee about the third rail gee i wonder if that'll come back yeah if you are listening and you don't know subways at all if you're an autobot uh the third <laughs> rail is the electrified one on a subway it's what powers the train 
and, and you don't, don't step want on to it. touch it. Yeah, it will. It's direct current. You touch that, you're not letting go until you can't let go. So, uh, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Knockout and his crew are already here. They're drilling away, and uh, he wants them to work faster. And back with the Autobots, RC has her PKE meter, yeah. and she's she's detected the artifact, but because the tunnels are basically a maze, like they know what direction it's in, but yeah. getting there is a whole other thing. And so. They can hear the drilling now, and Miko's like, ah, it's this way, and she heads off down a passage. And I thought at first it's too small for Bumblebee to get into, because he kind of looks in after them. So Jack runs after her, but and I thought, if RC transforms, she could fit through this thing easily. Well, she's crawled through Arachnid's tunnels. I was yeah. like, yeah, I, I was like, okay, RC can crawl through that, but Bumblebee, apparently he can, because the kids get on the other side and are immediately busted by a subway employee who's driving like a sweeper train, and apparently his name is Vogel. That's that's what I wrote down to is Vogel, <laughs> but he's talking to them with a megaphone, even though they're only like ten feet away. And he like, keeps like he gets closer and keeps keeps the megaphone up. It's like the guy in the yacht in that episode with uh, uh, Trypticon and Octane, all all thief in the night. Yeah. But uh, Miko's like, "Uh, we're on a field trip. Yeah. And we got lost. And I wanted to look for the group. But Leonard here wanted to search (laughs) for fossils. And Jack's like, yeah, my bad. (laughs) So so Vogel is like, all right, well, get my train. I'll give you a ride back. And when they do, it turns out that Vogel is a conspiracy nut. Oh, he's cuckoo for cocoa puffs and i guess the, uh, the autobots can both fit because they come to the end of the passage and see the kids go with them and yeah this guy's giving them the history lesson and there's rumors of strange creatures living in the tunnels like albino alligators and mole men yeah and we've all heard like the snakes and the alligators in the in the subways or in uh sewers and whatnot and um i think it's miko or jab one of the two of them when he says mole men one of the kids is like those are just people who live in the subways and that's a real thing there's like yeah because they have nowhere else to go yeah yeah and Vogel's like, no, 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 these ones are from outer space. Yeah. And he gets so wrapped up in telling them these ridiculous things that the kids just escape out the back of the train. Yeah. But I, so I have a problem with that, Vogel, is mole men aren't from outer space. Mole men are from the center of the earth <laughs> and they come up from that's that's why they're mole men and not space men. Get your conspiracy straight, you wacko. But yeah, they jump off the train. And then, conveniently, R.C. and Bumblebee just find the Decepticons. Yep, they're just around the corner, and Knockout pushes a Viacon out of the way to see what they found, because I guess they found this thing. And it's an urn-looking thing that's kind of like the thing they found in the other episode, so I guess they all come in this package before they open it. And as they're looking at it, uh, or the, as the Autobots are looking at it, an Insecticon sneaks up behind them, commercial break. That's Insecticon, the new Decepticon city. It's enormous! That never stopped the Protectobots before. Transform Trypticon! The Transformers! The awesome new Decepticon city, Trypticon, can transform into an incredible battle station. Transform the Protectobots! But the Protectobots can transform into Defensor. But Trypticon can transform again into a dinosaur. Transformers! The Transformers. Batteries not included from Hasbro. Yeah, and when we come back, they get into it, but uh, this Insecticon is too strong for even both of them put together. Like, Bumblebee gets thrown around the corner, and then Knockout sees them fighting. I guess he couldn't hear them before, but... And he orders the Viacons to attack, too. So they start to attack, and RC just moves through the Viacons like a hot knife through butter, which she's oh, yeah. done many times before, and she gets to the artifact. Yeah, she gets to the thing, but uh, while she has her back turned, Knockout 
knocks her out basically and knocks her down and he hits the saw out and he uh, has a, a really painful procedure he'd like to try out on her it's the old nip and tuck yeah but then she lays him out and she calls it the old dodge and kick so she goes <laughs> to grab the the um the artifact and uh while she's doing that bumblebee gets the shit kicked out of him by this insecticon slammed into the wall he's unconscious and then knockout comes up behind her see with his zappy staff and zaps her yeah and it's the old shock and drop. Like, they, they keep doing this. But back with the kids, uh, they come to a fork in the tracks. And Miku immediately says, this way. And Jack's like, well, well, come on. We got to think this through. And this is where she kind of has her blow up moment. She's mm-hmm. like, ever since Optimus picked you to go to Cybertron, you think you know everything. Yeah. Which, and Jack's like, whoa, when, how long has we been holding on to this? And what did she say? She's like, I, I've been, what did she say? It's like, uh, uh, if that's what's been bugging you, why didn't you say so? And she's like, I've been holding it in. He's like. Yeah. Since when have you held anything in? (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, it turns out that she just has had some, I guess, jealousy of Jack. And while they're arguing, Fogel shows up and he's like, lost again, huh? I'm bringing you in. (laughs) And then Miko's like, look, we should just tell him the truth. And then Jack starts with, well, we lost our dog. And she's like, no, no, the real truth. Yeah. Which is the right move, because as soon as they explain giant alien robots, Vogel's like, I knew it. Yep, I knew it wasn't those clowns over on track five. <laughs> I knew something fishy was going on here. So back with the uh, Decepticons, a knockout opens up. Uh, the artifact is like in a case. So he opens up this metallic shell and pulls it out. And it looks like a little grabber, like it's got little claws on it. it it's a a thing yeah <laughs> and um he says hey why don't we just test this out on the autobots see what uh see what it does see what we can do with it and now vogel and the kids come up on the transformers and he calls them mole men metal ones <laughs> yeah and the kids are like those are the bad ones so vogel like amps up the speed and slams into knockout <laughs> yes yes does it have another gear absolutely <laughs> and then knockout gets kind of like jammed between the train and the wall and just gets dragged along, scraping him against the wall. And it just scratches the shit out of him, but he's okay. He gets up. and But the Insecticon shoots after the train, but it misses. And then RC and Bumblebee are just awake and ready to fight. Yep. <laughs> they start attacking. Knockout runs for it. With and the relic. tells Bumblebee, you follow him. I'll try and get to the kids. Yeah. So Bumblebee starts chasing Knockout, who's got the relic in his you know passenger seat. And RC chases after the train or the sweeper train, but the Insecticon chases her. Yeah, and back with the kids, the brakes aren't working on this train because I guess the brake lines must have got torched, uh, is how he explains it. And Miko's like, well, we don't need to worry. These tracks go on forever. They just have, you know, we have plenty of time to slow down. He reminds him, uh, not this tunnel. This one's under construction, remember? And we don't have that much track left. Commercial break. If you have Transformers toys and or Transformers collectibles which you are too busy playing with to actually transform, then you should call Trevor's Transformers Transformers. Hi, I'm Trevor Tiskelevich. When I first started my Transformers transforming business, my bitch of an hour ex-wife told me I was an idiot and she was leaving me. But here I am, five years and almost three clients later, and Trevor's Transformers Transformers is the fourth most popular Transformers transforming business in southern Kankakee County. I am adept at transforming G1 and G2 toys, Beast Wars toys, Fight Subarobot Lifeform toys, and even Rescue Bot toys. But I don't do GoBots. You want a GoBot converted, you call Gary's GoBot Garage, that prick who fucked my now ex-wife. 
So visit Trevor's Transformers Transformers under exit 312 on the I-57 for all your transformation needs. And fuck you, Gary. And we're back. And RC catches up to the train and like grabs onto the back. She transforms. She's in bike mode. She grabs in on the back and transforms. And uh, the kids are like, RC, thank God you're here. And Vogel sees it and he's like, it's a robotic <laughs> mole man. And yeah. grabs an axe. And uh, the kids stop and she's like, no, no, no. She's, she's one of us. She's one of the good guys. And RC asks if there's an emergency break. And apparently there isn't. But there's a switch up ahead that she can hit to divert them to another track, which does go on for quite a bit. And they can slow down. Mm -hmm. So she transforms, races up to the track controls, and as she does uh, leaves, the Insecticon starts coming up on the ass end of the train. Mm -hmm. And uh, speaking of things being behind other things, Bumblebee is coming up fast on <laughs> Knockout, who says, look who got his treads back. And I think, oh, yeah, because the last time these two were chasing each other, Bumblebee was... Using the truck basically is a yeah. yeah soapbox derby thing. So RC reaches this uh, switch track control and pulls on the lever, but it breaks because of course it does. So she has to get like she gets down on the ground and like wedges herself between the tracks. And I it's yeah. worth noting that almost everybody is touching the third rail throughout this episode <laughs> numerous it, times yeah, it just happens to pay off once but she like wedges herself between the tracks and with her feet starts kicking the the track converter or whatever it is uh tries to kick it in place to let the train you know avoid hitting a wall yeah, which what she does, it goes around the corner, but now she's got bigger problems. And yeah, it's like you said, I knew this was going to happen as soon as Jack explained it. It's uh, Chekhov's third rail time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Insecticon comes up, starts attacking her and her only option, like she sees the third rail and goes, oh, yeah. And then she just basically dodges and weaves. Yeah, well, she's trying to get this thing to step on it, but it doesn't work. And, but uh, eventually the thing pounces at her and she blasts it and then it learns face first on the third rail and she calls it the old shock and drop that's eh, a nice callback so bumblebee finally catches knockout and this was kind of neat where he catches up to him transforms and grabs the ass end of him and then just like hammer throws him yeah and just tosses him down the line but discus then, throw yeah but knockout transforms while he's still sailing through the air and the artifact falls out of them and they both start running for it but then the thing just seems like it activates itself and it clamps itself to bumblebee's forearm and the train is still going at full speed um it, it has you know it's diverted it's on the safe track now uh but bumblebee and knockout start to fight and as the train approaches them it goes to hit bumblebee he turns around and it just goes right through him or i guess he goes right through the train yeah and like it even shows inside the train where the kids in Vogel see Bumblebee basically go down the hallway. <laughs> but uh, it, it does hit knockout, however, and it pushes him down the tracks, which stops the train. Yeah, it knocks him unconscious. And so RC arrives and they realize that what the artifact is, is a phase shifter. Yep. If you look really close in the thing, it says IDSPISPOPD on the side of it. <laughs> ah, there you go. But uh Knockout gets up and sees his reflection in the windshield of the train, and he is just mangled. Oh, yeah. Well, he's all scratched up, and he's like, you... Well, he actually looks at the at his reflection and is like, no! But he's, uh, he's a vain motherfucker. But he says, you scratch me, I'm gonna scratch you. And as soon as he does that, R.C. and Bumblebee just point their guns at him. <laughs> yep, and he retreats. And as he's driving away, one of his wheel falls off. But Knockout, that's nothing a little creepy glue won't fix. Creepy Glue for all your tire replacement needs. Creepy Glue was not intended to replace professionally installed and balanced tires or lug nuts retorked after 80 kilometers.
the day is saved, uh, but Vogel, Vogel, Vnugel, is uh, still there. And now he knows about the Autobots. And, and Miko even says, like, yeah, we, we filled him in. He knows. So they call, uh, Miko uses her flip phone. Um, her razor, I think that's what it is. Um, and they call Fowler, who's like, he answers the phone. He's like, Miko, I'm fucking busy. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. All right, put him on the line. And uh, she hands Vogel her little pink flip phone. And uh, no, mine isn't pink before you ask. But uh, Fowler <laughs> makes him, he's like, uh, Vogel, uh, this is Agent Fowler of the United States government. I'm going to make you an official deputy of the Department of Interstellar Relations. And Vogel buys this without, like, it, this is just a voice on the phone, but he's like, oh, thank you, sir. Da! Do you want my social insurance number? Here's my credit card. <laughs> RC tells him, all right, look, now that you're a de- deputy of this thing, you have to observe strict radio silence until yeah, we need you, up. right? <laughs> yeah, then the Autobot, oh, he salutes them, and the Autobots and the kids head off. What the hell kind of construction or maintenance outfit is this, or more specifically, what kind of health and safety standards, or lack thereof, does this company have? I mean, he has a hard hat and a reflective vest, presumably steel toe boots, it's a good start, but no eye protection or hearing protection, and he's working underground in tunnels that aren't finished yet, alone, with no radio to contact anyone else in case something happens. Like, if he finds lost children, or if the only, presumably pneumatic, brakes on his sweeper train fail when he's got the thing up to 60 miles an hour for some reason. Why would it even go that fast? You're not going to sweep up anything going that fast. You'll just fly past it and make an even bigger mess. Like, why does this thing not have an emergency brake? Like, is that even legal? Seriously, all this was missing was this idiot pulling a large Looney Tunes lever marked emergency brake and then have the thing snap in half, then look at the camera like fucking Daffy Duck and say, huh, it broke. Like, he even says the kids will have to answer to the New York Transit Authority, which is a real thing, and its workers are unionized. Transport Workers Union of America, Local 100. Presumably they expect the same OHS standards of contracted workers and their equipment. Pretty sure having emergency brakes in your sweeper train would be a priority before they hired you to And here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers and Pickers podcast show. At the end of the line of this one? Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, the next episode we're going to review is Triangulation. If you want to see a couple squares on Twitter, you can find us. I'm at John Sobe. Paul is at pmcpherson1. I'm going to start writing these down. Make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you're listening to us with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. But even if they're squares, it's hip to be square. It is hip to be square. And if you want to find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, you can find them at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. I'm bringing you in.